So I'm about to just do it right now. Everybody yeah. good? Everybody tapped yeah, in? Your ready. phone on silent? I know how you get down. <laughs> hey, yo, what's really good, man? It's your boy DJ Pest, a.k.a. The Bad Guy. This is Grind Culture, and I got a legend, a goat sitting across me right now. I got my guy DJ John Blaze in the building. How what's you up? doing? What's up, Pest? Nothing, man. That's this love. Like, That's love. I yeah, appreciate that. For sure, man. Yeah. Um, Long time coming. I've been wanting to have a conversation with you for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, um, nah. Same here. But we're here now. Uh, on this show, what we like to do is we like to give flowers. We like to just let the artist, uh, the person across from me, tell their story. Right. That's what usually is not talked about in interviews. Yeah, they forget so, about us. Yeah, you know man. <laughs> they can't. You know what I'm saying? We're in the building. I'm on the other side today. What got you in the DJ? Love for music, bro. Mm-hmm. All music. Love for music and... Uh, being the, the, the being able to control the music, that was the thing. Like being able to control the music, creating the vibe, you know, in, in any setting where I was at, whether it was like, uh, you know, in, in youth sports or even high school, like the run out tapes, mm-hmm. that was me. Cause I want to hear like the records that I wanted to pump up, you know, get pumped up for the games. And uh, so I put together the record, the, the warm up tape for the, for the team and everything all the way through, even in college when I was playing ba- college basketball, like I was doing it then too. Uh, any party we were at, even before I touched the twelve hundred, like I was the one putting together the the the, the mixtape or, or you know what I mean. It, yeah. Whatever the vibe was yeah. for that for that moment, you know what I'm saying. So that's what it was. And then when it got to the point where like I want to control the party, what better way to do that than be a DJ? So how old were you when you started DJing? In college, bro. Oh, like okay. like once the basketball dream came to an end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like. Uh, Two years into college, I was probably like 21 years, about 21 years old, and I moved to California, and, uh, you know, like I said, the basketball thing came to an end, so I'm like, well, what now? Mm-hmm. Now's the time. Let's go do it. Get the turntables and, 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 and go. You know how, what I mean? When you moved to California, how long were you in California? Uh, for about six or seven years. Um, I moved to Orange County. Uh, I went to college. That's really why I was there. Mm-hmm. And then from there, when I graduated college, I was doing parties in college, but then it turned into staying in Orange County close to LA, you know what I mean? So I was doing parties, you know, gigs around there. And uh, eventually my goal was to come back to Phoenix and work with artists, do mixtapes, and really set set the city on fire, like really trying to get the artists known because at the time I didn't really know any DJs who were doing mixtapes mm-hmm. in, in, in Arizona. Besides maybe one or two, shout to Mo Money, he was the only one really like doing it. I'm not sure at the time, but I knew what I wanted to do and here we are. But that's kind of like the, the the fast route to to the background, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What year was that? That was um when I came back. It was probably like oh seven, oh six, oh seven was when I when I came back to to Phoenix as a DJ, and then you know I hit the club circuit heavy, you know right into Sugar Tuesdays Club next. Scottsdale, those who know know yeah. the legendary Tuesday night. Uh, you know, shout out to all the promoters and everybody that I met uh, during that time. But from there, just kind of turned into, you know, doing the whole club circuit. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, doing mixtapes and really setting myself apart from the other DJs, from not only being the club DJ, but, you know, being the, 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 the DJ to host the mixtapes and, and, and breaking artists and really giving the, the streets a voice. How did AZ sound back then? The, you- the sound was like... There was, here and there, there was artists that were dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, very street artists. Like, I was just working with street artists at the time, mm-hmm. so it was street music. Um, you know, being that we're in hip-hop, you know, you, you could get street records in the club and whatnot, but I was in the mixtape mode. Yeah. So I wanted to break these street records, and the, the music was dope. There was a lot of talent. But at the time, you know, 
you had a lot going on with like the the Willie North Poles, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, Juice, everything, all that was going on, but it people weren't really accepting it like that. You know what I mean? Like, wasn't accepting the mixtapes. No, they weren't accepting the, the as a whole the, the music scene. Yeah. They weren't taking it serious because mm-hmm. they, you know, Juice got on with Game, but he was, you know, at the time it looked like he was Game's, you know, little homie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then the same thing with you know Hot Rod with G Unit. Like we we had people in place, but they weren't they weren't really growing where they were at. So I, I think the city expected more. And then, you know, Willie did, you know, the, uh, you know, he got signed with Def Jam. You know, that was a big deal. That was huge, man. But again, the city wasn't ready to, 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 to recognize that as, as a big deal. Like all those guys paved the way in some sort for, you know, for everything that we have today. Um, but at the time, you know, the fans and the culture wasn't there to accept it. And ready to to really build on it yet. Plus, like there wasn't enough DJs to really go go crazy with it either. Yeah, you know, like the time there wasn't any. And to yeah. be honest, like people laughed at Arizona hip hop. Like yeah. I remember, like I was shouting out, "Yo, Arizona hip hop, Arizona hip hop, this shit is dope." And people laughed at me. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, "Man, that's a joke." Ain't nobody nobody can rap in Phoenix. Like our city's whack. And I'm like, yeah. "You're not hearing what I'm hearing." You know what I mean? So you know, it was it was it was an uphill battle, man. It still is. Were you the DJ for a lot of those artists? I mean, but you doing that mixtapes? I would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, early on, you know, I did tapes for like Judge the Boss, um, classic tapes too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vic Junior, um, Trap House, Trey Gutter. Mm-hmm. So those artists at the time, they were they were heavy street artists, and, and they pushed they pushed their brand heavy. So at the time, you know, mixtapes, CDs, they would flood the streets with CDs. Yeah. And at the time, I was hosting everybody's shit, mm-hmm. and I was doing my own own CDs and, and, and tapes, and I pre- pressed them up with all you know twenty twenty five records on it, and, and flooding the streets. So everybody who was in the streets listening to these tapes, they would hear my name, they would see my logo on 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 all these projects all over the streets, and I became that guy like yo go to Blaze because nobody was doing what I was doing. Yeah, you know they they always say a oh, Blaze like the the drama of, of Phoenix. And that, that that's a great honor, to, you know what I'm saying, to to be called that. But I just wanted to fill a void. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There wasn't a DJ that had a voice at the time. You know what I mean? To 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 really put put the music on a platform like that. Yeah, I re- I moved here in 2013. Yeah. And when I got here, you were all over. Right. I come from a mixtape background back yeah. in Detroit. Right. So when I was reaching out to artists saying, you know, it was like, yo, already got something coming out with John Blaze, already got something coming out with John Blaze. <laughs> that felt good. Yeah. And you probably don't remember this, but I would say probably 2013 or 14, you helped me with something at the press. It was the press room. Okay. You had a you were you was helping me plug up. I didn't know how to plug up into this new mixer. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So you remember that? I think I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. And I remember, I think I still have your phone number from that day. Probably, bro. Yeah. Like, like, it's always love, man, especially with other DJs. And I've always said that if you're doing something to, to help push the culture in Phoenix, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I've never said nothing negative about nobody who's pushing the culture at any level. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's people pop up with podcasts and shows and this and that. And we're so competitive in, in this city at all levels that sometimes it holds us, us back. And for me, all I wanted to do was see Arizona win. But with that being said, what do you? Because you are, you are the the leader of the pack. Like nothing really happens in the city without you. We talking hip hop. Okay. You got to make sure John Blaze is okay with it first. <laughs> like that's how I really. Feel. I don't know. I mean, that's. I guess that's an honor. That's crazy to me though, because like, I just do my part. 
You know what I'm saying? And like for some, you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, Blaze is a gatekeeper, this and that." And I guess I could say that to, I could see that at a point, especially like you know, rocking with with, with respect to underground and creating Icon Radio, this and that. All this is opportunities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I could I could create the opportunity, but it's up to the artist to to follow through with that opportunity. You, either either you're gonna benefit or you're not, and yeah. that's a choice. You know what I'm saying? But the opportunity is always there. You know what I mean? Like, keep it real. Like, this is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Whoever sees this, you know. Um, and I appreciate the, you know, reaching out for this, for sure. too. But, yeah, man, that's all it's been about for me is creating opportunity. And now we're at a point like, okay, now we got people really paying attention. Now we got more media. We got more DJs giving a shit about our music. Because for the longest, DJs didn't care. Keep it real. And, and, and even when you came to the scene, there wasn't many DJs that were putting the effort in the no. business side of it from a mixtape DJ new. besides me and you. Yeah, this is new. This, this Let, whole let's be thing's real. happened. Yeah, like, let's is, be real. Yeah. That's why I always got respect for cats like you because you're doing your part. You you came with, from Detroit and you and you put your, your twist to it. You already knew what you was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Pest doing his thing. I got respect that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Likewise. Like, yeah. and, and there wasn't any DJs. Like, it takes a lot to do what we do. Yeah. Do you lose sleep over it? I mean, I have, but not anymore. What, what like how are you like that now? What have you let go of to allow I've seen, yourself? I've seen it all, bro. Like like some things just don't change. Like you have to accept that you can't you can't you have to accept the things you can't change. Yeah. And and and, and honestly, when it comes to independent music, this is a business, and either some get it and some don't. And that's all I've been trying to do is okay. Look, here's the opportunity, but but in order for you, you got to grow too. Like I can't hold your hand. Yeah. We don't got time for that. We, we're running businesses too. Like mm-hmm. I feed my family with this, so my time is my money. You know what I mean? And and you know people respect that, but I think a lot of artists don't get that yet. They don't they don't see how serious it is. And until you can take it serious, I can't take you serious. So you got you got to let things go, man. Like I, I, yeah, I've, I've had times where I've just you know been upset about things, or you know what I mean. And still to this day too. But you gotta let it go, man. You know what I mean? Like the, we, we could talk tomorrow. Like even like we talked about last night's event. Yeah. It didn't go the way I wanted it to go. Yeah. But it still went. You know. But here we are. Mm-hmm. We're still talking about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So you know. So back then, when mixtapes, you got tangible disc yeah. in your hand. How did the transition to digital work for you? Like, what was your first big break? And past, I, I dreaded the day of of, of the digital, of, like the end of the CD era. Because yeah. I started a business. Yeah. Since I, was, since I was working with yeah. all the artists doing hosting the mixtapes and, and, and doing the mixtapes, I was going and, and, and getting them pressed up for them and charging them a little extra to, like, y'all get physical copies. Mm-hmm. And I'm spending this money, and I'm like, hold up. How much is it to get my own shit? So, boom. Zone Mixtapes came into play. Mm-hmm. And this was 2013, so it's already towards the end of CDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... When I tell you, like, it became the plug, like, it was, you know? So now I became the CD guy, pressing up, you know? Plus, I'm doing the events. So artists need CDs for events. Do I need 100? Blaze, I need 200. Blaze, I need 1,000. I got, you know what I mean? So I had I had the equipment. I knew how to do it. I knew what it needed to look like. And I had a business till mm-hmm. about, you know, I mean, I can still press some shit today. I don't like to press CDs anymore because it's just too much time. But solid run for seven or eight years. You yeah, know what I mean? and that's good. But yeah. during that process, when you had to transo- transition to yeah. something new, what was the what was the plan? Like, what was John Blaze going to do to stay 
Yeah. Number one. Well, I mean, so then, yeah, like when it w- out of the mixtape era came, that's kind of how Icon Radio was birthed. Yeah, that's what you I'm know. Tra- so yeah. like, it went from the mixtapes to doing live from Central Avenue show where I was, you know, mm-hmm. a mix show, interviewing the artists, having everybody, you know. And I started with Radio Super, um, so I'm doing all that at the same time. And then it became, well, I don't want to just do one day a week for three hours. I want to do all the time. I want to create my own independent Shade 45. And that's how it became. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know how it goes. Like, yeah. they, building a station, a show is one thing, but when you build a station, it's completely different. So, you know, Icon Radio became a thing. Um, and then, you know, through respect to Underground, the resources and, and, the, and, and the collection of artists that we have access to is unlimited. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, I already have all the hot records. They already sending me all the records. So let's create a, a, a rotation. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how it went from the mixtape era into, you know, the digital. And, you know, the mixtapes still did their thing, too, you know, like with Dat Piff and everything. So you necessarily didn't have to have a physical CD. You know, Dat Piff was huge. Like, you go on Dat Piff right now and see all the tapes that I, yeah. I have up there. I Just have seen them. Type in hosted by John Blaze. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be, like, at least 60 of them that will pop mm-hmm. up. The rest of them, you know, I don't know where they are. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's where it is now. So now, you know, we're in the, in, in the digital game. So... You know, online radio, you know, social media, mm. shit, you know, doing this. Is mixtapes dead? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that hurt. I know. I, I know. It hurts. I think he was going to say, hurts. yeah, but it hurts. You know, <laughs> so I created a brand. I mean, I got to get you a shirt, but yeah. I created a shirt. Uh, mixtapes made me. That's mm-hmm. the brand. Mm-hmm. Mixtapes made me. Like, 100%. Like, if people ask, like, you know, what, what do you really, uh, you know, what, what would you say got you here? 100% mixtapes, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, clubs is cool, but clubs just paid bills and yeah. kept my name. But really, like, the mixtapes, you like you said, you heard and saw my name everywhere. People recognize my voice and, like, man, I didn't know you looked like that, Blaze. Mm-hmm. I hear your voice that in all these yeah. So, like, you know, mixtapes made me. So, mixtapes are dead. <laughs> Sorry to break the news. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> for a long time, I haven't been able to let it go. I think I just let it go pre-pandemic. Yeah, really? Because I'm like, well... Okay, they can put them because what happened was you started seeing Wiz Khalifa, they yeah. brought their mixtapes, the you know the classic mixtapes they brought those to Spotify. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. like, okay, somebody has an ear for it. So yeah, no, no, I think it's just like vinyl. Mm-hmm. Like vinyl was gone, and then now all of a sudden people want to collect vinyl. So at some point, I think people are gonna bring back CDs. Like it'll be a retro, cool throwback yeah. thing. Like you know what I'm saying? Like cassettes. Like we, you know, I miss cassettes. But cassettes were dope. Mm-hmm. I think at some point. There's a part of the game. Uh, shout, shout to Gutta Gutta. Um, I pressed up the, the, his mixtape frames for these mixtapes that he did, you know, with uh, DJ Rockstar. You know what I mean? Um, back in the day, classic Young Money mixtapes, pre Drake, pre Nicki. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Wheezy. You know, it was it, it was Wayne and and, and uh, Gutta Gutta, and you can you can't even get those physical copies nowhere. Nah. You know what I mean? Because they're gone. Yeah. So like you could maybe find them online, but I think if if real fans were able to to get physical copies of things like that, I think it would be uh, it would be something that they don't want to get. You know what I mean? So, hey man, one day you know you start pressing up these copies of DJ Pest tapes, it, it John happens. Blaze tapes. It <laughs> happens, but the reason why I was saying that because the mixtape is how artists to me was solidified. Like yeah. how good was your mixtape? Yeah. So with that out the way, what do you look for in an artist now? Like how do you how do you see their buzz? Well, here, here, here's how you got to look at it too, though. 
even with an album, like I tell artists all the time, like why are you pressing up? Why are you pushing an album? Mm -hmm. Push the single. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like because a single is gonna get you, at least in in my circle, attention. Because if you have a hot single, then now we got something to work with. If you just give me an album, okay, now I got to go find the record that I think is going to work. Yeah. Now we got to do the whole campaign push again. So why are we dropping an album? Mm -hmm. Drop the single, drop another single, or push that single for a year and then work on it. And then, you know, put you can put out an album, but push the single. Mm -hmm. Put the money on the single. So with a mixtape, I think it's the same thing. Like mixtapes were used to, to, to really, like, get the buzz going. You know, but mixtapes were also street albums. Yeah. You know, in the streets. Like, that was... That was your album. That was your your, your contribution. Um, it's different the way we listen to music today. Mm -hmm. People are used to TikTok. Yeah, real quick. Instagram, quick. Yeah. So if you can't get somebody's attention with one record in the first 15 seconds, uh, you know, like, what, what good is a mixtape? Yeah. I think a mixtape or an album is for, like, a fan. You know what I mean? Once you got a fan, give them something because they're going to want more of you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But a whole, a whole project is... is it's it's oh yeah, me that's and, over right yeah, now. Yeah, me bro. and Doobie actually had a conversation about that. Just yeah. wishing that he never came out with his project and just you know released every song individually in time. Yeah, I think it's good to have a catalog too. But then then again, like you know, mixtapes were also you know you you take other people's beats and you know what I mean, like real really be creative. Like we were creative with mixtapes. It wasn't just song song song. Like shit, my tapes had skits. You know, like I'm talking shit over it. Mm -hmm. It's different. Even even people don't like to listen to that. Like they're like, man, why did Khaled talk all over the record? Just yeah. play the song. They don't understand that. That was our culture. That was the hip hop culture at the time. Today it's not. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of wasting your time. Even you know what I mean? Like I don't know. But mixtape to answer your question, like like mixtape is just different. The way we listen to music is different. So how does somebody get your attention? We not talking an about artists. Yeah. How does an artist grab your attention? Not them reaching out to you, but what do you look for? Like, oh, that caught my. Well, you in a club? I mean, something to come. It's got to be a record. Like, like I say it all the time. Like on on a on a on a beat locker show, I say, you know, John Blaze, you know, I'm the fastest ear in the Southwest. Mm -hmm. Eight seconds less. You got eight seconds, and I say that because my emails are crazy. You probably notice when I I, li I listen to everything, so I could tell off jump the first couple seconds if your record's gonna be something that I want to continue listening to or if it's gonna be hot garbage. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, it's not something I want to continue listening to. The reason why I'm smiling right now you is know. because I said that in another <laughs> interview. I think I might have said five seconds. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm talking to I'm, a mirror right I'm now. I'm being generous by yeah. saying eight. Yeah. Because sometimes there's an intro. I'll give you a couple seconds for the intro. But, like, if you don't, if for it's real? not something, like, I already know based off the beat. Mm. I know off the production. I know off of the, 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 the mix or the no mix or the mastered. Like, I can tell. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. And and then we get in trouble. They get mad at me for not. Man, Blaze don't support me. Come on, bro. Like, how serious are you? Because if I don't, if I can't play it, you think that's just gonna work with Tony Neal? You think that's gonna work in, in L.A. in Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, and I'm not gonna sacrifice that. You know what I mean? Sending your shit my, with my name on it? Like, nah, bro. Come correct or or go back to the studio. You know, yeah, what I'm yeah. they got eight seconds. I listen to every email, like I really do, and sometimes I apologize for those who are watching. Like, man, Blaze don't fuck with me. I I've been I, I get like backed up like months at a time because I'm so busy. But some days it'll be a Sunday night. I'll just put my headphones on, Sports Center, and I'll listen to everything, and I'll try to reply like with some type of feedback. Sometimes I, I don't. 
you know, but I really listen to everything. I'll give you eight seconds. Don't send your whole project either. If you send eight records or ten records, send me the one. And don't, like, like. and, and some DJs are going to say, and you may say this too, like, don't don't send links. But to no, be honest, I don't mind links when, yeah. when, they're, when they're just trying, when I'm trying to find a new artist because I could go to it, press play on Spotify, and then if I like it, I'll be like, yo, send me the MP3. Okay. You know, like like DJ Oz, like nah, no links, no links, and I get that too. But I don't. I'm. I like Spotify. Well, I think so. the reason why I might say that, and I'm, because it's why I would say it yeah. is they don't send the right link. You know, some people have the most unprofessional way of getting their music out. We talking just on YouTube. Yeah. It's not on a, a streaming platform. Listen, if you're okay, this this might be another switch of direction. We, we lit. I'm ready. But look, artists. When you send your record to a DJ, an MP3, right? And send an MP3 because I ain't got room for your wave file. <laughs> like, like yeah, it's no wave files you know ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could get like like twenty MP3s for your one wave file. Yeah. So listen, your name, artist name, subject line. We talking in an email, right? In the file. Oh, in the file. Okay. In the file. In oh, yeah. the track file. Yeah. When you when you export wherever you record at, rename it or do it in in the program it'll allow you to name your file save file as artist name dash song the name, name of the song yeah. right if there's any features featuring and then you know what i mean dirty is it a dirty and clean and most artists don't even do a clean version till they it's requested from a dj who's on fm radio um so and they, and that's, that. you feel like that's wrong too though right what don't you do you believe that an artist is supposed to have that clean ready? Absolutely. Yeah. Are you serious or not? Yeah. Because look, there's so many ways to make money. This is a business, right? Mm-hmm. So why would you present yourself in that way? Because I'm seeing I'm seeing uh, records sent to me, Blaze. You don't fuck with me. I sent you my record, this and that. I'm looking at your file, and it says uh, uh, recording dash final lander dot. You know oh, what I mean? Lander. This one third. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Do you ever find yourself listen when you do listen to it? Do yeah. you ever find yourself like, "Damn, I wish they had their shit together," because this song is great all the time. And, and and what does that say about you though? Like, understand when when I speak this way, yeah, I'm speaking from a a place of like I'm trying to help because if I don't tell you, who's gonna tell you? And the and the industry ain't gonna take you serious. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like if you had a business, right? So you got a burger joint. And you put all this money into a burger joint, right? And you got fire hamburgers, and you're like, my shit's the best. And then you go put, you know, a, a, a sign out on the road, and it just, you know what I mean? It, it's a cardboard, and it says uh, hamburgers. That's that's literally the equivalent of, of, of your product. Like, yeah. your product, you got to dress that up. Mm-hmm. Your image, everything, down to the file of your track. You know what I'm saying? Then we're talking about artwork. Yeah. Then we're talking about marketing. Then we're talking about the, the image. So when you're asking, what do you look for in an artist? When you come correct the first time already like that, okay. What the song, what, what the track sound like? Oh, this is dope. Okay. Oh, he got the dirty and the clean. Oh, he got the DJ pack the, the, with the intro. Okay. He got artwork. Let's go. Yeah. This is a hot record. Like, let me, let me get that. You got your shit together. Mm-hmm. And, and artists have to have their stuff together because... You're not serious about it. And, and what's crazy, sometimes it's not their fault, Pess. Like, we we have to somehow educate them because if you're not registering your music digitally through, through ASCAP, BMI, sound exchange, you're leaving money on the table. 
that money you you get it from DistroKid, that's cool. But there's four or five other ways to get money. And if this is your business, you want the ROI, right? The return mm-hmm. on investment. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? So do you do you feel that you should be the one to teach them or they No. Got, yeah, so what I could tell you what you should learn. Yeah. But why should I be that guy? And, and to a degree, I only know so much too. That's not my lane, mm-hmm. but I could I could break your record. But I know that the the, the people that at the next level, that's what they look at. Blaze, this is dope, but but we we look him up and we don't see nothing. He don't have an EPK. Yeah, they don't have the the the, the Instagram ain't, ain't, ain't looking right. They got uh they they juicing their numbers. They got a hundred thousand views on YouTube and two likes. They notice those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. So, John Blaze is sitting in his, his chair, his throne. What makes you feel like you've accomplished something? I, I can't say I've accomplished anything yet. I'm, I'm, I'm a humble... Uh, the, wait, wait. This whole time of your career, you're saying that you haven't accomplished nothing. I mean, I've accomplished, like, getting to the point where now I'm seeing the result of, uh, of a lot. And to be honest, when I first set out on this whole journey, bro, all I wanted was people outside of the music industry to know who these artists were. So regular people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Regular people to be like, oh, I know this artist. He, he's from Phoenix, and, and we listen to his music. That's really all I wanted to do because mm-hmm. that let me know, like, I'm doing my job. But now I got people on the team that are also like-minded. We're looking to break records. We've connected with DJs in Colorado, Atlanta, Texas, Las Vegas, New Mexico, Southwest Alliance, Core DJs is national. You know what I'm saying? Like, now we're taking music from our city outside the state. Mm-hmm. Facts. Mm-hmm. Like, look it up. So if your record is ready to go, I got people in Atlanta. I have my, my, my brother Kate's on in Denver. Like, these are people that could really do something with your music. How did that start, though? That and wasn't always there. COVID. So. COVID. COVID. COVID did a lot. Yeah. You know, be, because of COVID, it, you know, as DJs, it shut us down. Yeah. To a degree, actually to a lot. But what happened was we, we utilized the, the internet and, and Zoom to create the alliance between uh, DJs in Colorado, which we already had relationships, but now it allowed us to be active online because everybody was doing Zoom and this and that. So we brought together Antonio from Colorado, DJ K-Tone, Colorado, myself, Phoenix, and my guy Roland from Zaytown Global in Atlanta. And... He has the industry connect, and then together we have all these artists within Phoenix and Denver. And we, we did a Zoom call every Tuesday. We still do it. And we brought in all the DJs that we knew, that we know, and we do it every week, and we bring artists from Denver, artists from Phoenix. We play videos, play the record, and then we have feedback. Mm-hmm. And my guy in Atlanta will bring in uh, industry artists. So sometimes Def Jam will hit us and be like, yo, we got a new artist. Boom, boom. Uh, we've had Jermaine Dupree bring his artist to us. We've had DJ Drama bring uh, Seti Hendrix to to the call. So because of that, now it's given more light to the the region. So now we're outside the city, outside the state. And I got DJs in in, in Denver, uh, Chicago, Detroit, tapping into the call. And they're like, yo, who's this? It's a CO Yante. Send me that right now. You know, mm-hmm. DJ Hollygrove in Houston. He does FM. He, you know, he did mixtapes, so he's got his brand. So now you got all these other DJs in other markets, not only playing a record, knowing who they are, but they're playing the record. Strip clubs in 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 Atlanta, like what's up? 
boom, send us the record. Now I got DJs. Yo, Blaze, I'm going to Denver. Uh, who do I need to talk to? Go talk to K-Tone. Go do that. Now they're doing media over there. So that's what we're talking about with the Southwest Alliance. And all that happened through COVID. You wow. know what I mean? So it's been a blessing. We've met tons of artists. Denver, the Denver market is crazy, just like Phoenix. And as a whole, the Southwest is 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 something serious. Yeah, I've like been the seeing industry it. is watching. Yeah. And and they're seeing what we're doing. You know, and shout out to all the all the DJ crews. You know, they were doing uh, like uh, the coalition DJ, DJs are doing the new music Mondays in Atlanta. They've been doing that for years. Mm-hmm. Um so this was kind of the, the, the our style of it from the Southwest point of view during COVID. Mm-hmm. So and, and we we kept doing it, you know, even outside the pandemic. I mean, we still in, but um it's a way to, to break to break records and break artists. How do you feel about club DJing? Personally, you uh for me personally like I mean, it's cool. Like I love to DJ. Mm-hmm. That's a different that's a different thing like you you know, you would understand that, but a lot of people don't understand, but it's for me it's a release. When you build a party, you know what I mean? Like that that's a that's a different it's a, a completely different game. Yeah. You know, so you got to be seasoned for that. You know, I love the club DJ. Would you? Well, well, I think what I'm asking is, do you want more of it, or you kind of like um, too I much think, on your plate? I think at, at this point in my life, I've done a lot of club, been out a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and now I find more uh, opportunity uh, with creating opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Um, for for the independent game. Yeah. And I think it's important to have both. You know what I mean? But right now, in the way things for me, like, it makes more, like, I, I, I'm i kind of, I think I might be burnt out a little bit with the club for mm-hmm. right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm older. Um, it's hard to keep up with everything, especially, like, when you're keeping up with everything independently and in the city and doing this and that and yeah. doing shows and all this and that. I mean, I've done it for years. Yeah, I find I, myself, I'm, I'm I'm at the club, and they're like, you got this, you got this. And I'm like, who? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, look, the club the club game is a young man's young man yeah. thing. Yeah. Right? And, and I salute to, to the guys still in it. You know, they're like war vets at this mm-hmm. point, you know. Mm-hmm. But I've done my time in the club. You know, I've rocked some, some, some serious parties. I've rocked with the best. And I've seen it all. I've learned a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? But at this point, I find more opportunity for me um, – Business wise and just opportunity wise is, is is to work the independent game in, in the radio side. So of where it. are the records being broke at? Uh, I mean, shit. We really want to think talk about like social media. That's where mm-hmm. it starts, right? Um, and, and through the network of the DJs. But the club, I don't have to necessarily be in the club personally. That's I true. got I got DJs in the club who are part of what we're building, and you know now more than ever now they're willing to play the records. When I was doing it in the club. I may have been blackballed because of it. True facts. Did you realize that was happening? Yeah, I knew what it was. Like I, I knew what I was doing, Pess, a long yeah. time ago. No one, they didn't get it. But I took the opportunity. Like I'm in the hottest club in the city right now. My man Trey Gutter just walked in off a stretch limo. He got an album release. They just bought five bottles and tables. He's walking in with 75 people. I'm breaking his record a couple times. Promoters running to me, blah blah, no 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 no, what are you doing? Nah, nah. And I'm like, hold on, bro, like, it's I'm, loving we're right breaking now. records yeah. right now. This is what we're doing. Yeah. Let me do what I do. No nah, no, nah, play that Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. That's a true story. I believe it. You know what I mean? And and it is what it is. Like, it, it it just is what it is. They didn't have the vision that I did at the time. But do you do you wish the door was open now? I think it has. Well, I mean, for you. Do you wish that you know, like they viewed it this 
yeah. differently when you were doing it. Right. Now, you I feel think, like I think they respect it. Like you know, it comes down to trust. But like I mean, show and prove. Like look, look what we're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I could take you know cat like like Yante or or Kevo and. I think the way we listen to music is different too because you get so much music. The da- the average person gets so much music on a daily. It don't have you don't have to have a name no more. If the if it's hot, it's hot. And if there's a dance to it, oh that's a hit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter who you are or or, or any, anything anymore. Does it attract people? Are they having fun? Okay. Well, we, we, ain't, we ain't tripping. Yeah. We used to we used to, you know it was different back then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz at, at a club, you know, you, you got to play records that are familiar so anytime anything unfamiliar is played, to a DJ or a, a promoter, it's like, oh, hold on, wait, wait, what are we doing? You know, I took the risk. Yeah, you, know, you, you have took, to. You cross most, all most, most DJs. They, they, you know, they won't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? And, and some of us did. And I think I think a lot of what I do now comes from the blueprints you laid out. Really, I would never. You know, I I've been DJing since I was 14 years old. I'm 35. Mm. I've never been able to break a record for real, like. Yeah. I'm going to just do me, right? Until probably I started realizing what you were doing. I mean, but what what what's considered breaking a record? You know what I mean? Like, I think there's different levels to breaking a record. Okay, you know? I'm gonna let so, you. I'm gonna let you go. So I think breaking a record is getting in out of off the you know what I mean from from the artist inbox. You know what I'm saying, or just their core people mm-hmm. to getting it to people that have never heard of them. Like that's breaking a record. Now yeah. you're talking about getting rotation or, or getting it to other DJs and. Getting it known, yeah. In the breaking city. a record doesn't start at just playing. Yeah, you got to yeah. break a record somewhere. So like, yeah, people are like, oh yeah, Blaze says he breaks records, but you know, I mean, I have no plaques to show for it yet. But there's people, there's people that know artists because we broke the record. Because if yeah. we didn't do it, who would have played it? Yeah, there, there's artists I can speak on right now, and I would have never heard their record right. if you. I mean, they performed at my showcases, right? And I still not realizing. That they got music out in these streets yeah. until I look at it and like, oh, you're pushing it, right, right. And when you're pushing it, it puts this kind of stamp on it to say, yeah. okay, I might need to yeah. see what, what's going on. And in 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 order for it to really grow, though, it takes more than me, though, Pess. Like it, it really takes people like yourself. It takes yeah, uh, you know, other DJs. So my my goal this past year too has been podcasts are like the new the new mixtape DJs yeah. too. Like they're a big part of everything. Um, I wanted to bring all the media in Arizona. It don't matter what level you at. Let's all come together. If we have a hit record in the city, all of us need to at least know about it and and use the energy that you have from whatever your brand is to push that record. You know what I mean? And we did that as a test with 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 the CEO Yante. You know what I'm saying? I keep saying it because it happened. It so happened. You gotta keep saying. You know what I'm it, saying? Yeah. Because at the time, like there was only a few of us that had the record, but when we brought everybody together, he's a household name. Yeah. And 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 he works. And everywhere he goes, he puts on a show. And that's mm. what you have to do. Like, yeah, people know his side record, but they don't know it in other markets yet. Mm. Some here and there, but it's it's not there yet. Mm. So we're still yet to break that record. We broke it in the city. We made a broke it we may have broke it in the in the region. Not I know for a fact we broke it in the region. But we haven't broken it nationally. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. And that's what it takes. Well, let's speak to that too, because I want you to be able to like say it on this platform. Yeah. How do you feel? I know the answer, but right. I, like I said, for people that don't know, mm-hmm. you you get a lot of a lot of just talk about how people in your position don't look out for nobody except the people that are born and raised in Arizona. Okay. So what do you say to that? Um, how do you feel when somebody comes from another state? Yeah. 
I mean, comes here and they say they're about to take over Arizona and whatever. I mean, look, Arizona is 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 a place is a destination mm-hmm. as we can see. Everybody's coming here, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and at the end of the day, it's still the wild wild west, you know. And, and until we were just having this conversation yesterday, uh, shout out to DJ uh, Core DJ uh, Cube. Um, he said the same thing about Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, for sure, it has to happen in Atlanta too. Before Atlanta was Atlanta music, you had the combination of Eric Sermon and, and, and Too Short and, and somebody else, I forget who it was, that came and, and put an influence on something that became Atlanta. Mm-hmm. What they were doing, you know what I mean, in the Bay, what they were doing in New York came, and, and that's where it, it really originated from. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you're going to have influences from all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Like it takes people from Detroit. It takes people from, you know, New York and this and that and, and, and really put it into to Phoenix. So – Taking over, I don't know about taking over, but yeah, I know a lot of people feel a way about it. But at the end of the day, you got to handle business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like utilize your resources. It, it does. It doesn't just happen. You know what I mean? And it could. That could happen. That could happen where if someone comes from out of state and really put their feet in the ground and 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 take over. If you you know if that's what you say. But look look at the uh, the platforms like respect the underground. Look at the, the the platforms like the Beat Locker that that focus on Arizona, you know. And I'm, I tell artists all the time: if you don't take advantage of the opportunities that are in your city and your resources, these out of staters are are doing it right now. Mm-hmm. I get my line hit up every day: Jersey, Milwaukee, Detroit, Chicago, Blaze. I'm new in town, been here for two weeks. They say you're the guy. Mm-hmm. What do I got to do? And, and here I am. I'm looking out for for all the artists who I've been rocking with, but at the end of the day, I'm trying to I'm trying to really, you know, give everything I can to put the music here on another platform. So if that takes an artist who's here from somewhere else to do it, that may happen. Look at Joe Boy. You work with Joe Boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where's Joe Boy from? Uh, I want to say Tennessee. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm right. sorry, but I think Tennessee. I love Joe Boy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Joe Boy rocks the Dela Prine. Dela Prine's from Glendale. Yeah. Like, so at the end of the day, like it's still all Arizona, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So Arizona's a melting pot. People move here every day from LA. We're the, now the fourth or fifth largest city in, in in America. Yeah, you know what I mean. So somebody gonna do it. Did you? But you welcomed that though, right? Because I mean, you've seen it when it was just. I mean, there's buildings that you're yeah. older than, you know. Right, so right. you saw it happening, and you was like, "Oh, this has to happen." Or you, did you have any kind of like pullback saying, "Well"? They're not, you know, they're not from here. I don't I, look. I don't. I don't hate on on, on nobody's business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't like nobody's hustle. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think we all need support from 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 everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I, I'm I'm asking you this. Yeah. Because I want you to be able to say it. Because I know, you know, I I'm on social media. Yeah. And I see that a lot of us get this kind of well. He only mess with these people. He don't mess with these people. Why he yeah. don't mess with us? And forget him because I heard he don't mess with them. Yeah. So I'm just trying to get you to say it. So we'll from here on out we don't have to hear that no nah, more. Nah, like it's never been that. People yeah. who know me, they know all you gotta yeah. do is reach out, create relationships. I don't care where you're from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, we talking about like I, I'm, I'm technically people could say well Blaze isn't born and raised in Phoenix. I'm not born and raised in Phoenix. Where are you from? I'm born, born in Arizona. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I grew up in a small town that's three hours east of here. Mm-hmm. No one probably knows of. I'm mm-hmm. from a small town. Yeah. Like, I'm not born and raised in Phoenix. I left to California, became a DJ, and then came back. I just, I'm, my family's in Arizona. I'm an Arizona guy. So, like, yeah, like, you know, that's where I'm at. But when it comes to, like, rocking with anybody who who's really 
rocking with me, like, let's get it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, we all building towards the same thing, you know, and at the end of the day, we have to create enough noise to get the attention of, of, uh, of the industry. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's coming to Arizona. You think people ain't going to sell houses? Because you're not from the buyers, not from Phoenix. Like, yeah. come on, like people, put, yeah. like, oh, well, hip hop is the only thing that really gets that kind of, you know, yeah. some things don't get attention. Every look, everything comes from something else. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And and those who know know, but like, there's been a lot of groundwork that's been placed. But you know, in order to, for us to build, it doesn't matter where you're from anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's great to have homegrown for sure. Mm. I want to see homegrown win, um, but you know, that's not going to hold us back from like creating a, a, a strong community, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and a, and a real music scene, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So let's get in your bio bag. When when you look at John Blaze, what's the titles? Like, what, what titles do you hold? What does John Blaze do for people who have no idea who you are? Oh, man, I would say just breaking records, you know, artist promotion, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, radio station owner, you know what I mean, uh, event coordinator, mm-hmm. you know, uh, network, resources, you know, all the above, business, <laughs> businessman, yeah. you know, DJ, promoter, like, you know, it's all, it's all in, in the same, uh, same, uh, you know, category of, of DJ. It just, they turn into b- different businesses, you know, we're entrepreneurs at the end of the mm-hmm. day. So they turn into different things and uh, that's what you have to do, especially in the ind- independent market. You got to do everything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I've learned how to do graphics. I've heard. I've I've learned how to edit video. Yeah. These are all. You know this. Yeah. You know what I mean. These are all things that we have yeah. to do. You know, we stream. We we you know we learn every day. So you know that's kind of we do it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. mixtape DJ. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So showcases the importance of showcases on a scale of one to ten. How important are they? Uh, Ind- uh underground showcases. Ten. You know why? Because you got you, you need that time on stage. That time on stage is 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 uh is necessary. It's vital because you got to learn how to perform. Nine out of ten artists don't know how to perform. And when I say perform, like when you perform, you're there to entertain. Mm-hmm. And if you go back and watch some of the greatest performers of all time in hip hop, they're not just up there rapping their their, their lyrics. Uh, uh, vocals or not. Yeah, you got to put on a show. You know what I'm saying. So showcases uh, get you on stage, get you in front of people, and get you to uh, understand part of the business because you got to bring people, you got to market. Yeah. You know what I mean. You just don't show up and rap. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean. Like yeah. this is all part of it. Like this stage wasn't there be- before you got there. You know yeah. what I mean. Like we had to put that together. You know this. The, the lights weren't on before. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. They, we got to put that together. Like the DJ just didn't show up. Like this event was. This p- building wasn't just booked. It was it's for a reason. The reason why I'm smiling is because you said, <laughs> you know what I said, you know what yeah. you said to make me start smiling. So how do you feel about, I have to ask, because people are like, why didn't I ask? Yeah. How do you feel about this no vocals, main vocals conversation? Look, I'm going to speak directly to, to my guy, Merge, because I know he's the one that really pushed it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I, I say it like this, like, I, I'm a true fan of hip hop, you know, indeed. And I definitely feel like it's necessary to uh, be able to perform your lyrics and, and be a, a true MC, mm-hmm. because when you get to the point where people are really watching you and paying attention, that's that's a plus. Like, damn, he really that good. You know, he did it without his vocals. But on the independent standpoint, you got to get people's attention and you got to have a good record. You know, and a lot of times too, you know, we do these showcases. You know, the mics and, and the sound is not right. I've been in venues on major shows where I'm like, what are we doing? Like. Ooh. 
I could have brought my 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 setup from home and yeah, sound better. Yeah. So sometimes you know you got to use your vocals for that too. But again, it comes with preparation too. Because a lot of artists don't have a show track. They may not even know what a show track is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, that's number one. Uh, I think it's it's important, but it's not as important as something. At some level, it, it may need to be. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like if you go on tour. Um, you're gonna need a DJ. You're gonna need a set and a routine, and a real show so you could entertain people. Otherwise, you're not a real artist. Yeah. You know what I mean? So showcases is important because you're gonna learn that. You know what I mean? You're gonna learn the business. You're gonna see how important it is. And most artists don't get that until you really get a situation where you have to go on the road. You know what I mean? Most artists ain't been on the road. I've been on the road with the best. Mm-hmm. I've I've rocked stages, you know, day in and day out, you know, for weeks at a time with cats like Red Man and Method Man. You know what I mean? Like legends, hip hop legends. Mm-hmm. And to see the work they put in is amazing. Uh, look at Busta Rhymes and Spliff. At their age, you know what I mean? Just it, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. It's poetry on not only in, in sound, but in the way they do it. You know what I mean? So when you take in consideration that, that really shows you how serious. So there's a lot of learning to do when it comes to that. Performing is very, very important. So to use all the stages you can get on, no matter what size of stages they are, and take advantage of it. Perfectly, yeah. Perfectly, said. all levels, man. There's levels to everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think the last question I'm because I, I try not to be a tyrant on social media. Yeah, I try not to, you know, just always sound like the the person that's just so against everything. But when it comes to these showcases, who's required to bring the audience? Well, I'll say it like this: if, if you have, um, every artist should should be responsible for how they want to be perceived from everybody else. So, number one, you should be pulling up with at least 10 people. You know what I mean? Any situation you're going into, whether it's entourage or fans or support or whatever, because if you get in, if you, if you get in a crowd in a room where there's only maybe 40 people, right? Say there's 40, 50 people in the room, and 10 of them or 8 of them are with you, and they're rocking with your music, and your music's good, now you got the attention of everybody yep. else in the room. So times that by 200 people. Say say you got 200 people in the room and you got 15 fans who are rocking with you, know the words, and your music's good. Mm-hmm. Now everybody else is starting to pay attention. They're like, oh, who's that? So off jump, regardless, you should come with people no matter what. If you can't bring 10 people to a show, what are we doing? What are we doing? But wait, we're going to continue this conversation, but when it comes to the artist that doesn't have those 10 people, should yeah. that artist not come out until they have 10 people or no, should they continue to? I think they should, they could come out and still do what they do, but you're going to, you're going to be humbled real quick. <laughs> 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 like then nobody was rocking with me. Well, you didn't bring nobody. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like your music may not have been ready. Yeah. You know, so. But there's times where the music is ready. Sometimes and they the music, don't. They just moved here two weeks ago. That too. So that, who, that, that's, say, a different, that's a different pro- story. So what though. do we say to that? What's the story about that? What do we say to them? Do I we mean, say, everybody got to start somewhere. Yeah, but do you do you get be, do you find yourself getting behind that artist, or it's just kind of like uh, you? If, if the music is there and and, and and you know what I mean, they they got something they could build with, and they really are really to put in the work, then absolutely. Yeah, like we don't turn anybody away, even with respect respect to underground. People say a lot of things about our shows and the talent, but guess what? We we put artists on stage who have never been on it before. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. we've seen them three years later, and like, whoa, I remember their first show. Yeah. Like we've literally had people pass out because they were nervous to get on stage. You know what I'm saying? Or quit. 
right there. Like we had, a, yeah, like we've had artists take their shoes off because he was freaking out. Like he was more comfortable barefoot. <laughs> this is a true story, bro. It'll <laughs> come, it'll come out in a documentary one day. Yeah. But like we've literally seen it all. But at the end of the day, there's still that opportunity to grow. Every every artist has an opportunity to grow. You know what I'm saying? And again, there's levels. Yeah. It's not to say that they're gonna get the prime time slot on on the biggest stage at the event. But they may get something, and then that'll uh, motivate them to to get better. What gets the biggest, the best time at, at a show? Is it the music or is it the following? Everything. None none is bigger than the other. I think it's a, it's a, it's the whole package. Like if you're going crazy on, look at the end of the day, you know shows have bars and bar minimums. These are the things that people don't talk about. Like promoters put put their put their ass on the line for this stuff to 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 yeah. let you come rock. Yeah, we, we got to cover bar tabs and DJs and security and all that. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, yeah, they're still part of the business side of it. So it's a balance between the business, uh, the, the the entertainment factor. You know what I mean? Who 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 pulls? Mm-hmm. Who has the best marketing? Like, if you have the whole package, and look, it's not just us saying that. You can go anywhere. Anybody who's investing in you is gonna want these things. Mm-hmm. So we're actually educating these mm-hmm. artists, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because anybody who's going to put a bag behind you is going to want their money back, right? Yeah. And then some. Mm-hmm. So what am I investing in? Mm-hmm. You know, do you have your shit together? Do you have 10 fans you could start with? Okay. Uh, are you going to market? Are you going to stay out of trouble? You know what I mean? Are you going to put any money into this? Mm-hmm. Why should I? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So those are all things we got to think about, um, and most artists don't. So when you look at it from that perspective, that point of view, it changes, you know, it gives you a little insight on things. Yeah, and that, and that's all I would want you to say because I, I just know it. Yeah. I, I don't know every time it happens, but I know it happens more than we would want it to happen where right. somebody just has something. We just don't get a chance to say it. You yeah. know, we just have to sit Look, there and read it. And the, just biggest, be- the biggest artists that we know in hip-hop, all there's, there's something behind it. I don't care what no one says. There's money being put up for you to see them, the reason they're popping, Think about it. How did all of a sudden this record go viral? How are all these DJs playing this? There's there's something mm-hmm. behind it. Mm-hmm. Why are they on billboards all over every every market? Why are they being played this many times a day on the station? Why am I tired of the record already? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why are they on tour with Khalifa? Yeah, that just doesn't happen because you're dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't just happen because you can rap. Anybody can rap vocals. Can you entertain? Is the record hot? Do you have potential? Am I gonna get my money back? Yeah. That's simple as that, you know. This is this is a business. This is the music business. This isn't a music hobby. This isn't for fun. They got karaoke nights for that. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> Somebody got to say it, pest. Don't 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 be mad at me. Yeah, you know no. what I mean. Like I'm trying to help. Yeah, I'm trying to help. Yeah. With I, that being said, Arizona, Phoenix, Tucson. Got some of the hottest artists. The Southwest got some of the hottest artists in the world. We got some of the greatest MCs in the world. We got some of the hottest DJs, literally, from the club to the streets, everything. Some of the hottest DJs in the game. The industry doesn't know yet. So what we're trying to do is put our best fo- forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, if I got a squad and I'm going up against, uh, you know, the, the, the Nets, I got to put my best five on the floor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need Booker. I need CP3. I need whoever else I can get. Even if I got to make a trade to bring somebody else in. Like, look look at Phoenix. Why, why don't people get mad with the Cardinals and the Phoenix when they bring other people from out of town? They're not born and raised in the city. I told city. you. That just happened in hip-hop. 
<laughs> it don't happen nowhere else but hip hop. Right. Hip hop is the only way we can have this conversation. Yeah, now nah, we trying to get it. We trying to get a ring. Yeah. I need a ring before I get out the game pass. And that's when is it time for John Blaze to hang up his coat? That's I'm glad you helped me with that oh, segue. Man. I want to break. I, I, I want a plaque. I want to. I want to. I want to really and not just like. You, you like I, I put I put work into some artists and some records that you could say that I could qualify for that, mm-hmm. but I want to see an artist that I that I saw from come from nothing to go and really did it. You know what I mean? And really put the the city in a different place because of that. You know what I mean? That would show, and it's not just about like a plaque, but it's just to show like what we did and all the work and effort and grind that we all did together. You know what I mean? And, and from myself, to, it'll show. It, you know, it, it'll show like. It and ain't nothing wrong with saying it's just a plaque. Yeah, I feel it because yeah. that's that's the same. It, way. It's coming. Yeah, it's I'm coming. the same way. But I, it takes it takes everything. It takes all this. Yeah. for it to happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wanted to talk about you. Okay. But it's just so hard because you. I feel like we need Titanic movie length to you know <laughs> King. Was it King Kong was three hours long? We need like hours. Yeah. We could we could do part two. Like, yeah, we're you know, we're gonna have to uh, do that. We need a part eight. We didn't yeah. touch half the stuff. Hey, look, we can come back, bro, because this is important stuff. And, you know, a lot of times I don't get the opportunity to, to say this, mm-hmm. you know, publicly like this, mm-hmm. you know. So I appreciate you, you know, you know, provide me the opportunity to do so. Yeah. Um, man, I'm, it's an honor. Like, I'm not even – I've been looking at how you move since I moved here. I appreciate that. And it, it hasn't changed. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen anybody yeah. represent in this state like you do. DJ wise, I mean, yeah. we could talk about other positions, but as a DJ, yeah. it's just so much. Yeah, and it's constantly evolving too. Like we gotta, you know, every day we gotta reinvent ourselves. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, like, and you're you you're doing that. You know what I'm saying? So to. yeah, this was me giving you your flowers. I guess <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'll take it. Man. <laughs> yeah. So where can people find you at on social media if they want to follow you? Instagram, John Blaze HD, uh, Icon Radio, I K O N Radio, um, on Instagram. You know, connect. That's all you got to do is connect, make relationships. Like I said, I have a network, you know, that I've built. Um, I'm willing to give my network, my resources, mm-hmm. you know, come correct. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, don't just be entitled to, to something. Like, you know, it took me a lot of time and, and money to get right. I, I need to get. My time is, 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 is money. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I don't have time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I do things when they're necessary and, 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 you know, if I need to do them. This is one of those times. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? This was necessary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I appreciate you. Um, other than that, it's all business. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we're going to break a record. We're going to break a record, you know? So, uh, you know, get at me, man. You know, create relationships. I'm always available. And, uh, you know, watch what we do next. All right, man. This yeah. was Grind Culture, John Blaze, yeah. DJ Pest. Yes, sir. See you on the next episode.